Exactly. It's the 30 minutes of cardio. It's not the speed or the distance. Exactly. It's the 30 minutes of cardio, exactly. right? Right. Exactly. So, um, ironically, today I switched up my workout. Did you do some cardio? No. Um, God damn it. But <laughs> Sorry, every everybody. In, every once in a while, I'll switch it up to it. I don't you know. mean to say GD all the time, but I do. And I don't know why. <laughs> it, I think it's because Bitch makes me so mad. <laughs> I switch it up to where, I, like, usually I'll do, like, 12 max, like, uh, three sets of 12. Yeah. Well, today I did. I, I you basically, do four steps, four sets of eight. Think no, it's the same? No, no, no. <laughs> I took the weight down by twenty five percent, and I did twenty reps instead of twelve. That's and, better. Oh Tone. my god, it's such a harder everyone, workout. Everyone acts like I'm not going to say everyone. I I don't mean to be a dick, but like oh, I do this weight. I got this weight, and I'm bulking up, dude. If you can do half the weight three times the reps. You're cut as shit. Yeah. I mean, you yeah. are cut. Yeah. My, there's, there's a, it, I usually don't take photos of myself in the gym. I took a photo today because my shoulders were fucking pumped. I don't... I'm so torn. Like, so last week we talked about me doing 75 hard. Like, I'm right. seriously thinking about doing it. I'm so torn by... I don't want to do it because I'm being lazy. Like, that's just all it is. It's yep. like, I'm just being lazy. And the other part is, I want to do 75 hard plus workout extra so that I can show you and all these other asshats, like, what it's like to be ripped. Because, like, seriously, like, if I... if I We're going to have to do 75 hard together. If is I... Is our first fucking workout going to be 100 pounds of dog food for 25 <laughs> fucking minutes? Is that what this if is? I, I'm not shitting you. If I, if I work out super hard and I take a lot of protein... Like, I just, like, I have a good physique naturally. Right. And if I do it, like, I just look like Mark Wahlberg, but instead of being four foot two, I'm almost six, you know what I mean? I just, <laughs> I have that physique, and I just do. I don't know what it is. I, I just can, have it. I can see But the problem the is, I'm so fucking lazy, <laughs> I don't want to do it. But at the exact same time, I want to do it so that I can be like, hey, fuckers, this is what happens when you work out. It's just like I'm torn. I'm just so torn. I was never as lean. I'm just so no. I'm so torn and lazy that I don't want to do it. Like it's like that's my flaw. Mm. I don't know what you're doing. I got a hair in my mouth. I don't know if she hasn't mind. shaved in a while or what the <laughs> fucking problem that's a is. Long ass hair get for your that. <laughs> get your figure out of your <laughs> mouth. I just right. it like I know look, the right answer is Dave. Like people are looking up to you now and you're part Do of it. it. You're a mentor group. Like you should be doing it. But then at the same time, Lead I'm like, example. but at the same time, I'm like, man, I've made it. Fuck that. <laughs> like I got a little have bit of money. It? Have I? Do you have the Ferrari? I bought a new boat this week. Do you have the Ferrari? I bought a boat instead. <laughs> I want a Ferrari. This is the first I've heard about a boat. I is, is it, is it a boat boat? It's a fishing boat. Is it a, fucking paddle boat it's a 20 foot lund it's a nice boat deep v yeah it's a old nice, man boat it's a nice boat you don't want to fall out well i can take layla tubing in it okay but i can still fish out of it there you go well that's like you talk so about like i just i so w i've talked about like doing the podcast from a boat and mm -hmm. i was and i sold yeah. my boat and then i was going to get a bigger boat so i've got the bigger boat mm -hmm. so podcast and the boat's coming like next spring probably are we going to build dance it where somebody's falling out of the boat 24 7 it's going to be, you were awesome because I got my sea legs. <laughs> the trolling motor comes unhitched from the boat and goes off into the water. If it does, we're leaving it. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not going down to get it. Well, but I'm just, no, I don't have the Ferrari, but I'm, 
I'm working there. I sent you one today. I'm wor- I, you, that's the same one you sent me last time, by Is the it? way. Yeah. Well, every time I, I see one. I don't want to. I don't want to. Sp- look. Every listen, time I see a Ferrari under 150 grand, I'm sending it to this you. This is what I want. Pay attention. I don't want to spot. I don't want a Modena anymore. I want. So the the one after that is an F430 Spider. Spider just means convertible. Okay. So F430 Spider. That's the last year they made a gated six speed manual. If what it, year is that? Uh, oh six to 09, I think. All right. That's the last year they made a six speed gated manual. If it's an F1, which is the paddle shifters. Don't send that shit to me. F430 Spider. Gated six-speed. If anybody listening to the show... Gated six-speed. If you want to buy me one, no. send it to me at 29307. <laughs> if anybody listening to the show... I'm just saying. Here's about an F430 Spider. They're all over. They're expensive. Then God, they're like send it to us. Our email is askmitch at mitchsmedley.com, <laughs> david at tradewindsconsulting.com, or mitch at tradewindsconsulting.com. I want one really bad. I'd, so, I'd really like it in Corsa Red with a tan leather If you interior. listen to the show and you currently <laughs> own one, then send David a picture of, of you yeah. driving what could be his Ferrari, and, and <laughs> please have your middle finger up you in the photo. The, that would be because great. Because he needs that. The thing is, though, like if I... So like if I so what we were saying if I took it to the next level and worked out every day and did all that stuff that doesn't get me the Ferrari. Yeah, it does. No, it doesn't. Yeah, it does. It increases your personal level of discipline, and it and expands your internal beliefs of what is possible. Because uh, right now you don't got a six pack. My internal beliefs of what are possible are exponential. Like there's no like I know what's possible. You know what's possible, but you don't know you can do it. Oh, I know I can do it. Can you go 75 days without drinking? Ooh, see. <laughs> so if I did, I think you can. Is there a Ferrari at my doorstep? No. No. Of course not. But the behaviors and the traits that are going to lead to the Ferrari are at your doorstep. <laughs> I don't uh Yeah, but those things don't coincide. Sure they do. We're getting into th- <laughs> <laughs> I mean psychological stuff here, but no, they don't. Sure they do. No, they don't. I know I can work hard. The success happens in the mundane details. The one thing that's holding me back money-wise. Hey, if you like what you're hearing on The Void and you want even more info, we just started a mentorship program specifically for trades professionals to start their business or to get their business to an incredibly healthy position. So if you'd like more info, click on the link in the description of this show. Is we're not going to talk about it on the show. Like, we, so okay. like that doesn't, like that doesn't have to do with me working out every day. I can still work out every day and that thing still be holding me back. Well, let's you get back ra- to wrap up the accountability. Let's, let's get what back else to you the accountability about? side of things. So when is it? We're like, appropriate? One, we're like one twenty, Mitch on one topic. When is it appropriate to hold guys accountable? So, it's your job as the business owner and as the leader to set the standard for what is allowable and what is not. And accountability comes in when guys are falling below the standard. Okay. Yeah. So you have to set the standard. You have to decide what is pass and what is fail. And then the <clears throat> moment something falls below the fail line, you have to hold them accountable. Because if you don't, then what happens <clears throat> is the guy knows exactly what is pass and what is fail. Your employee knows exactly what is acceptable. They and what know is not. where those limits are, and so they know where the line is. They know they're dipping below the line. Yeah, they're wondering if you're going to see it. 
And if you say something every time they dip below the line, they know you're watching. <clears throat> if you don't say something, they can push that line further. And you say, well, maybe they're just having a bad day. I'm going to let it ride. I'm going to see where this goes. Yeah. They know exactly what's going on. I'm not saying they're doing this intentionally. Like, we get lazy sometimes, and sometimes we just don't give it our all. And we're hoping our boss doesn't see it, but we know we're not giving it our all, right? And we're honestly, we're expecting the boss to say something. And so when the boss doesn't say something, well, now that just immediately set the new standard. The boss said the standard was here. I just did it below the standard. So now the standard is here. Yeah. Down yeah. here, right? <clears throat> and so and once you drop your standards, it's, it's very hard to get them back up. Well, if you allow it to drop for too long, you might lose employees getting them back up. Yeah, that's right? what I'm saying. So um, it's hard to get them up there. Yeah. My guys, my guys have heard this before, and I probably need to get close to it again. I've got <clears> two <throat> or new guys that haven't heard this yeah. yet, but like, one of the ways that I reinforce our standard of excellence is we have a, a tandem toilet paper holder in the shop. You and the toilet paper, man. Well, it, you, you think like it, it's, it's so in, inconsequential, but it means so much. Um, I will see to Mitch. from time to time, I will see empty rolls, empty cardboard rolls on the toilet paper holder. And I'll see a full thing of toilet paper sitting sideways vertically on top of the, the toilet paper. That's holder. what I do. Cause I like to hold it up and then wrap it around like a mitt and you know, as long as there's full <laughs> rolls on the holders, I don't care. But when, when I see our own guys too lazy to change the TP roll in our own shop, that sends a signal of what are you too lazy to do in a customer's home? Like this is the place where you literally shit. <laughs> So if you can't change the TP roll in your own bathroom, what are you not doing in a customer's home? Oh my God. And it seems inconsequential, but Shit, for me using all our TP is what it sounds like. And leaving the roll <laughs> fucking empty. Hey bitch, I left you a no toilet paper. Yeah, I'm sorry. I sunk up your bathroom, I skid marked your toilet, and you're out of TP. Hey, I need you to oh, go in there. Oh, by the way, I clogged it, and that's going to be another $105. <laughs> hey, bitch, can you go in there yeah. and blast those shit stains off yeah. for me? Well, it almost kind of signifies, too, not only that, but they probably value themselves less than they do the customers, which that's also a thing, kind of a bad thing, too. It's like, they, yeah. they almost, they, like George Peterson said this, you need to treat yourself like the person you're responsible for taking care of. Like a lot of times you can be so hard on yourself and you'll go to like guide somebody else and you're way easier on them than on yourself. It's right. Like you should do that to yourself. Yeah. hundred percent. And so I think maybe a little bit of that too. Well, is, let me, let me tell you this as a guy who works out 98% of the days of the year, there's probably five days a year where I don't work out. Okay. I walk into a room Sorry, dude. Austin just ripped ass fuck? in the podcast studio. Dude, what the fuck, man? Dude, that was loud enough to get to the mic. Yeah. Oh, that was my hand. No, that's no, your hand. You, no, that first. Uh, that's bullshit. So he's farting over there. As a guy who works out ninety eight percent of the days of the year, Jesus, stinks. I can walk into a room of five people, and I can immediately recognize who I have a base level of trust with and who I don't. 
And it comes to their own personal level of discipline and their own personal level of accountability. If I walk into a room and there is five people in the room and two of them are obese, I immediately know that the, the ones that are obese have a lower level of discipline and a lower level of accountability. And the ones that are physically fit and are maybe are even <clears throat> to the point where they're wearing tighter fitting clothing and they're willing to, I don't want to say show it off, but they're willing to accentuate the fact that they hold themselves to a higher standard. Yeah. I automatically have a higher level of trust with those people. And this is not me being, this is not me segregating people. This is not me being discriminatory or anything else. This is society in general. Well, you just know that they have a level of discipline that the other people don't have. Exactly. It has nothing to do with it's anything a comparison, else. Yeah, it has it nothing to do with anything else. Right. And and guys, if you don't think women are doing this, you're fucking delusional. If if you stood in a lineup next to five other random guys, yeah. women are immediately judging of those five or six guys yeah. who is the most physically fit. It instantly. Instantly. They, instantly. It's in their <clears throat> DNA. They're literally genetically built. So are we. We are too, right. Yeah. It's but like, as, okay, as which female, one of these do I want to impregnate? Right. Like it's 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 just in there. It's a primal. Well, it's it, it, it's a hundred percent primal. It, like for, it's so not, for guys to impregnate, it's it's more of a, like a sexual desire, right? For women to look at it the other way, it has more to do with their 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 primal instinct who's going to take better care of me who yeah. is going to take better care of yeah. me and my future it's going to be the rip dude that has house. a set of discipline it, well maybe not the rip dude that has discipline but it's definitely as you're looking at the the cascade of five or six guys the guy that's obese has a lower level of discipline he has a lower level of self-esteem he has a lower level of accountability within himself so why in the world would I think he is going to be a better life partner than the guy who is either well, it's the not same ripped as, or, or not obese? It's the same as like the skinniest little dude there too is the same thing. Like he's not eating right. He's eating fast food. He's eating whatever. He's not working out. He's not whatever. You know what I right. mean? Same thing. Right. It doesn't have to be because it's and, the biggest fat guy. It could be the skinniest little guy that literally shows no will to work out to eat right to do whatever it takes to make himself right you know the top of his game it's the same thing and and as a female looking at that there they, this happens so fast they don't even recognize it a female looks at that and says well if he's not willing to put himself through pain for his own benefit he's definitely not going to be willing to put himself through pain and discomfort for my benefit or our family's benefit and so <clears throat> you, they you know, immediately start yeah. casting them off unless unless you have a beta female where a, a beta female might come in <laughs> and yeah, I know I'm, I'm losing What's my voice. With you? No, I'm losing my Sucking voice. Too I much I don't dick. Know. Yeah, that's, that's exactly. <laughs> I'm trying to get a raise. He walked right into that one. My knees are all bruised. I'm trying to get a raise. Are they? Let me look. So uh, a beta yep. female might actually entertain the idea of that because they don't want to be challenged by somebody who's pushing themselves to become better. Yeah. So it just kind of depends. Do you want an alpha female or a beta female, right? Well, a beta male and a beta female is like the recipe for welfare. And and I'm not joking. I'm not being... Oh, no, they're lazy as dog shit. Exactly, right? 
it is like I'm not going to challenge you and push you to be better. You don't in, challenge me to push yeah, me to be I'm gonna better. I'm going to live in my mom's basement. Will you like to live there too? Yes, we'll live there together, and, and we'll get welfare checks, and then we'll have lots of Cheetos. Right, and so <laughs> um, like that's what we'll have. It'll be great. You it's know, true. But what you see people do that. I, I fucking I, yeah. Hundred since I was twenty working at Pizza Hut. Like, right, dude, yeah. what are you doing tonight? Well, I got to do some laundry. What do you mean? Well, it's. It's Saturday night and I get the wash and dryer from my mom. You live in your mom's bed. Well, how old are you? 25. Dude, what the fuck are you doing, bro? Right. And then you look around and you're like, oh, yeah, I'm 17 and I'm working at Pizza Hut with a bunch of fucking losers. Right. Like, right. dude, what are you doing? Now, get the your flip, shit together. The flip side to that is you don't necessarily have to work insanely hard to, to counteract this. No, right? you don't. It you is, just got to not be a piece of shit. It is small improvements to your habits. And small daily disciplines that here. result in long-term success. Yeah. Right? If you are, if you're listening to this show and you're obese, it took you years to get that way. It will take you years to get unobese. Okay. Unless Don't expect overnight success. Must are chased by a bear. But freaking mile. <laughs> but yeah. hold yourself accountable to the standard that it's going to take daily disciplines repeated. Day in and day out, year in and year out. Okay? For the same amount of time it took you to get there. If it took you five years to get fat, it's going to take you five years to get skinny. It yeah. is just what it is, yeah. right? The and, and, and for the first year of that, you're still going to be judged as fat, 100%. However, it will, on a long enough timeline, turn in your favor. Today. Yeah, I, and I, then you'll feel better. The you'll... timing of this could not be better. Be today, so much more satisfied with your life. Today, I, I'm leaving the gym, and um, I, <laughs> I typically typically I use my gym time for social media time in between sets. Of course you do. Today, I got hyper-focused on my sets, and my phone was down the whole time. And so by the time I got out to my car, I had a lot of missed notifications and stuff like that. So I sat in my car for a minute and was catching up on that. And a guy pulls up next to me and honks his horn and rolls down his window. And so I rolled down mine and he says, Hey, are we neighbors? And then he references where he lives. And I'm like, yeah, I guess we are, you know? And he says, well, do you own the company that he referenced the company on the side of the vehicle and says, do you own that company? I said, yeah. And he goes, well, I manage a couple of restaurants and I'm looking for a really good plumber and I cannot find a really good plumber. And if you're in the restaurant business, you got to have a good plumber, right? Or tons of plumbing in restaurants. Unless you can do it yourself. Especially well, in Mexican restaurants. Well, and ironically, <laughs> that's what this is. It's, it's Costa Vida, right? Or Italian. What is that? I don't, I've never been there, but I'm going to go there tomorrow night, believe it or not. Let me so, know if it's good or not. I'll let you know. Where's I've heard that? nothing is but great a, things. They got one in Lee Summit and one in Overland Park. Where's the Lee Summit? I don't know. Downtown Lee Summit? I'm going to find it. What the fuck, Mitch? You have no information. You can't bring it up and not have any fucking information. I, I'm going to Google it. Whatever. We're going to go there. But God anyway, damn it. It's like having he, a fucking stepbrother. He references a couple of issues he's having in the restaurant, and he says, I've watched you in here. I see you in here every day in the gym. You're killing yourself in the gym. I'm surprised. He, he actually said, I'm surprised you haven't set off the lunk alarm because you're grunting. And <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm doing everything. <laughs> yeah. It, this is this is Planet Fitness where they frown upon heavy weightlifting, right? And, yeah. So uh, he was like, "If you've got that level of discipline in the gym, I can only imagine you run a pretty good business." 
And he explains a couple of issues he's having with his business, right? And plumbing issues. And so the one issue I explained to him, I'm like, you don't even need us to come out. It's this problem right here. You just do this and it's fixed. And so he's like, holy shit. I've paid plumbers over $1,500 to try to fix this problem. And you just gave me the answer for free in a parking lot. And I'm like, yeah, it's, it is what it is. Right. So the next problem, he actually has to have a service call to <clears throat> have us come out. So he was supposed to call. I haven't checked. He's supposed to call and book that today. Yeah. But got in, exchange, <laughs> in exchange for giving him the free advice, he gave me two free entrees. He gave me coupons for two free entrees. And so we're going to go there for nice. night tomorrow night. Right. Nice. But, Where's mine? Well, I can give them to you if you want. Like, I don't need the free entrees. <laughs> don't forget Rancho Grande, your first love. Oh, yeah. God. But, but oh ultimately, out of here. Don't it's knock awful. on a Rancho. No. I just hope. I, Rancho I, Grande, Mitch right over I, here next to Legends of Asia? No, no, no. No, that's, no, that's Rancho. That's, okay. You're saying we're at the one next to the. On, on North Outer Road. Okay, that, Springs. okay that's yeah. a good, that's a good place. We're about to fight. First off. I'm not a fighting guy, but. First off, no, they're not. The food is good. You're not fighting anybody. Uh, no, Mitch and I. I'll deal with Mitch. That's tag what it, team. That's what it would take. No, the yeah. tag team is and Mitch I'm, holding me. It's like he'd be a punching bag. And to be honest, I'm not 100% sold. Dude, Rancho so, Grande? Oh, so no, good. I meant on me, you two beating me up. So, Costa Vida is, <laughs> oh, I either. think it's a national chain. Oh, is um, a franchise? It might not. I, I, it seems maybe more to go. I don't know. We're going to find out. But anyway. He gives me these coupons for a free entree and then he books this service call, right? But the key point of the conversation was he recognized if I own a plumbing company and I'm killing myself in the gym mm. daily, then I must hold certain levels of accountability and discipline within the plumbing company. Yeah. And so he's selecting his plumber and I, and I wear a Smedley plumbing tank top when I'm working out. Okay. Yeah. So you look ridiculous in it. But I, okay. I probably I, look ridiculous, but uh, yeah. it got me a service call today, right? Yeah, you so do. It's it's awful. <laughs> the he recognized that if the owner of a plumbing company is willing to put himself through hell every morning at that hour, then he's probably running a fairly okay business as a plumbing company. Yeah, right? how you do one thing he, is how you do everything. He made his business selection based off of who he saw in the gym, mm -hmm. and this is no different than society in general. If you walk into a customer's home and you are overweight and you are unshaven and your clothes don't look like they've been washed and your trucks look like absolute horse shit, the customer will not trust what you say. The customer will not have a good impression with your business. The customer will not have a good time with you, right? However, if you walk into that same customer's home having the same conversations, but you are physically fit, you are not obese, and your truck looks amazing, just like Austin just said, how you do one thing is how you do everything, yeah. the customer will immediately have a better experience with you simply because all of the hidden identifiers were already there. Yeah. Same kind of, like, uh, you can be obese and deliver an amazing customer experience and still get five-star reviews. Just imagine what's going to happen when you do all of that and you're physically fit. And the customer sees, not only was this an awesome experience, but the guy takes care of himself. It's obvious that he cares about what he's yeah. doing in all aspects, not just in my home, but in, a, in his own life, yeah. right? So that, that's accountability. That is the level of accountability that you need to be having. 
Um, I, I have a friend of mine. I, I say friend of mine. They're a digital friend of mine. I've never spoken to them personally. They're a digital mentor of mine. And Aww. yeah, I know I'm losing my voice. I'm telling you, you think we're going to do a whole other show after this? You're going to get shit together. No, we're going to split this one into two. Oh, that's is that exactly, what we're going to yeah, do? That's exactly what's going to happen. God damn it, Mitch. So, um, I have a friend of mine who he's literally made shirts inside of his company that says six pack or you're fired. I think and we talked about this. Yeah. I think we did. Yeah. Yeah. And but I said, you wouldn't make it. You don't have a six pack. I, I, I've got a four pack. <laughs> Dude, I've had a four pack since I was born. <laughs> I'm just saying. Austin's got a keg. I got a 12 pack. He's not there. actually firing guys that don't have a six pack, but he's, he's firing. firing guys that aren't working towards it. Well, they're not. Yeah. Right. So, um, <laughs> which, you know, I th- it, it I, might be illegal. I'm not sure. I don't know if it is or not, but I admire I mean, the level hires of accountability that he's holding his team to. Yeah. Right. I've got another friend of mine. Uh, we have actually spoken uh, in person. Um, Friend number two. But, okay. but it's mostly a digital mentor. Um, he holds workout sessions. Oh. And he expects do his they, employees to show up at the workout sessions. Does he pay him extra for workout sessions? Absolutely not. It's what you got to be to be a part of the team. If you want to be a mm. part of the team, you show up at the workout, right? And I, I, this Are is you willing to improve yourself personally? <sighs> Are you willing to hold yourself accountable to the level that it think, needs to show up at the workout? Let me ask you a question. Do you think that that would work if you did that, implemented that at your work? Uh, if I implemented it overnight, I would probably have a team of one tomorrow. <laughs> But if I implemented it gradually, and if I said, guys, this is where we're moving to, so you need to get on my level I'd or you're like not going to be here. I'd like to see if you could pull it off. I would love to be in that position. Do you think Austin would fold? No. no. Austin no. would do it. You think you'd do it? Well, yeah. no, would you do it, Austin? Yeah, I mean. I'm going to say half of my team would do it, and half of my team, I'd just well, have to see how the cards fell. Well, here's look the look thing at him. Is, He's like, like, oh, fuck. You know, like, I know Mitch has a story, but you don't have to be like you know killing at the gym it could be like just doing the simple stuff right dressing well shaving brushing your teeth taking showers like just no but we're talking about getting up. you in the gym but yeah but like if all if mitch said yeah. once every two weeks you have to meet here and I've, you have to do cardio for I've half seen, hour would you do it i've seen yeah. a lot of good smelling clean shaven fat motherfuckers mm. i know that's good why smelling, i'm asking austin god damn it mitch gl- good smelling and clean shaving is still d- that does Austin's not, not excuse. fat by the way no no he's not no i'm but just saying, I'm saying would you do I it think that's all technically i'm like the top of my brackets like 190 i'm like <laughs> yeah, 206 i'm like on the gray line by the laws of doctors you're technically obese yeah but, but those are like i know i know it's it's yeah. a strict line and i'm not saying that to mm. dog you i'm saying like their Dan- lines are tight their lines are tight danielle was technically obese before she lost all this weight well she was also 75 foot tall she's Look, tall she's fucking tall yeah she's I tell super everybody tall she's 512 <laughs> she is. She's taller than me. We all she's know that six, six foot. I know. She's I know. tall. She's yeah. not six foot. No, she's like five. She's 11, like five, five ten. Well, I mean, five like, she's five. Her like, and I, I mean, are basically like, the same height. Like but, if you're, like I mean, I'm saying she's like, got if you're long obese, legs though. Then get thin too. But as far as like you don't have, you don't have like you can. But it's like you know if you're overweight, get underweight, and then just like you know all the right, right. But yeah. I guess what I'm saying is you can't. You can't cover up a lack of personal self-discipline with 
clean shaven and good yeah. smelling. Because you can't say like you can tell whenever someone's life is falling apart and they've tried to put on the facade when they come to your door. Exactly. It's like their hair is done. Well, but they're they can, well <laughs> their hair is done. They're clean shaven. They smell good, but they're obese. And that tells you that for a long period of time before they knocked on your door, they do not practice personal accountability or, and self discipline. Or it's the same thing as if. How do I say this? I'll just use that example. If they've done that for that long, that doesn't mean that they're... If they've done that for just a little while, that doesn't... Like, you can hold yourself together for two days, and then the third day, they're sloppy. Yep. And then they can hold themselves together for two more days, and then next Monday, they're sloppy. Yep. You know what I mean? Just because you do it for a small period of time doesn't mean you're exercising the amount of discipline it takes to be that way all the time. Right. You know what I mean? What I'm saying. makes sense. Obesity is the most free problem ever to solve. Okay. Danielle and I went to a trunk or treat the other day. Oh, and God. the trunk or treat was not in the best part of town. It wasn't in a bad part of town, but it wasn't in the best part Where of town. Where was it? Tell me. Independence. It's more of like a put you in my trunk and treat. <laughs> <laughs> I thought and you were going to say like a bad part of Blue Springs. Like no, 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 no. When you say independence, it was yeah, an independence. Gotcha. <laughs> which, is, if you're not from around here, we loosely refer to that as the meth capital of the world meth because it is. <laughs> it was. It was. It's. It's been in the top five cops for 20 just years three weeks filming there for you know some reason yeah but anyway because there's a lot of activity <laughs> the amount of obese parents walking through a trunk or treat with their children can i have one for myself insane mm. yeah right dude. and all i could think about like it's i so, want to say something here just real quick we're on, not against on. fat people but look you can't be at the top of your game if you don't take care of yourself right and, and you just what can't I, be. What I'm you saying fucking that, can't be. It's impossible. If you look at this very shallowly, it's going to say that I'm like prejudiced against obese people. And I'm not. I'm you prejudiced are. against people that lack discipline and accountability. Yeah. And that, that can be shows a skinny, up in the form of obesity. And it can and that can be the same thing as a skinny person that has a meth addict. It's the same thing. Exactly. It's the exact exactly. same thing. It's just obesity is more common than meth it's, addiction. Well, and it's easier to explain. Right. And and so and now now. I'll say this with the entire thing of saying a food addiction is probably one of the most difficult addictions to cure. Yeah, it's because sugar and caffeine are free or no, not illegal. It's not even that. It's you don't need heroin to live. You don't need cocaine to live. You don't need alcohol to live. <laughs> Speak you for yourself, bro. <laughs> you don't need sugar to live. You absolutely need Actually, food to live. You do need sugar to live. Mild levels. But it's very small. Right. Yes, it's very small. Um, <laughs> nice try. <laughs> so somebody with a food Love addiction, you. it is one of the most difficult addictions to cure. Yeah, Because you need it to live. Well, so, especially with all the mental. So, so like food addiction is one in one with like um, mental issues. Right. Because people cope with it by eating. And just, right, right, right. Well, so like Andy Frisella said that I'm not going to take credit for this. Andy Frisella said this and, and he's dead on. Imagine being addicted to something that you need to live. It's the hardest thing to cure. It yeah. would be like, hey, you need a little bit of Coke, but don't overdo it. Yeah. And who's not going to fucking overdo it on Coke, right? Mm, so good. And, and so. <laughs> Um, so fucking good. I, I don't, I don't want to act like I don't understand the problem or anything else. Now I've never been, I I've probably teetered on the side of obese. The heaviest I've ever been was 220 pounds. At, first at off six foot tall. First off that picture that you showed me 
of like before you before got some help. Hard. Yeah. But like, dude, I, I know. Like I, had I hadn't, so we hadn't, we hadn't seen each other face to face. Like we talked and stuff, but we yep. were kind of, like you had kids, I had kids. We're, you know, kind of, you don't drift apart, but this you are apart. This was before the podcast and yeah. everything else. Yeah. Yeah. And like you showed me that picture. I was like, holy shit. Yeah. And I grew up here. So you, dude, you were fat as fuck. Here's another you thing. You were humongous. I was like, oh my, I showed Janine. She was like, is that Mitch? Here's another thing. I was like, yeah. Guys will grow beards bad. to hide their obesity, right? They literally like, make like t-shirts. We, like we can't see that you're a fat guy? Well, they make t-shirts around obese people. Gotta hope some fat guy with a beard doesn't beat me up because they, of the show. And I, and I shit you not, they make t-shirts that are tighter in the arms but looser in the belly to make yeah. it look like you're buff but hide your belly. Yeah, it's, right? it's called marketing. Yeah. Like and, and so they... <laughs> Yeah, uh, you, you. A lot of times, obese people will have beards, and and I'm not segregating or anything else. I'm just saying that is one of the other hidden triggers of somebody that's trying to hide their lack of discipline and lack of personal accountability. Yeah. But but ultimately, so in, uh, the only reason I say that is in the photo, oh the my before God. photo, you I had a so beard. Fat, bro. It's the only time in my life I had a beard. I was like, dude, you, I, you know why I, I grew seriously, the beard? I didn't recognize. I was like. Dude, that's not Mitch. I was like, you know why I had a beard? Because you're fat. Because I was fat. I was trying to Fucking hide my chin. Fat guy. Yeah. Well, I mean, I feel Did like you I mean knew. double chin. You mean triple chin? Yeah. And that's the only time in my Dude, life I was huge. ever on antidepressants. You were huge. Yeah. I didn't even. I was like, like I was blown away. I was like, man, I didn't realize how bad he's got. Yeah, I was like 218 or 222 pounds or something like Damn. that. Damn, it was a lot. Damn. I I feel like I do better work whenever I have a clean office. Like, so if I ever feel like I'm just like stuck, and I'm like, man, I can't. Yeah, you got to get that shit my together. There. And so right? I'm just like, yeah. I'm not saying my my office is ever like crazy bad, but like that influences. I hate yeah. it for like sure. Like when my, yeah. like, so like my woodworking shop, like right. I, I'm still making tables, you know, here yep. and there, whatever. If that thing's a mess, I can't focus. Yeah. Dude, like my brain just, my, my brain's out of focus. It's I can't, no different I can't than, do a, than a service professional if their truck looks like shit. Mm-hmm. If your truck look like, looks like shit, your work habits are shit. Yeah. Guaranteed 100%. And, you if know, your truck like, looks like shit, you are lazy. You are trying to get off as early as possible. You are trying to give the least amount of experience you can. And all of that is because you're giving your own personal work truck the least amount of experience it can get. And that and that comes down to your boss isn't holding you accountable either. Some of like it's your if, boss holding you if accountable. Your boss, if your boss is holding you accountable, like your truck doesn't look like that. Right. Like your guy that brought the truck back, you said like, hey, this looks like shit. Yep. Like you knew it was going to happen. That's on you. Yeah. Like, And we talked well, about that on, on the podcast. Like and, you can't, you cannot that, let those guys run rampant. Like as, as a business owner, it's your job to mother the ship. Yeah. Now look, you don't have to be in there like with a white glove, like, Hey, no, no, no. But you have to set a minimum standard for trunk cleanliness. Yeah. But, and hold them accountable to it. Here's the flip side. We're all adults and I can't make an adult do something they don't want to do. Yes, you can. Well, first off, as an employer, I can. However, if the adult is hardwired into being in opposition of me, then they're getting fired. They're getting fired. But right. you still have to have the minimum. Like we exactly. talked about earlier, exactly. if you don't set those boundaries and have those limits, mm-hmm. then people are going to run over them. Yeah. Dude, you have got, to hold them accountable. And if, Tomorrow and morning, look, we got truck inspection. If you Winner can, gets a $50 gift card can I to Third Street Social. Austin, you're you're designing you're deciding whose truck it is. Oh god, I was Cuz you're the only partner. employee at the company that doesn't drive a company truck. 
Okay, that's fair. You're uh, you're literally the one judging the truck off, inspection. I'll be there. Second off, Mitch can't win, and if you don't pick me, I'm gonna be pissed. I don't drive a company no, vehicle. The, the yes, I, you fucking well, do. It's not. It's in the shop. It doesn't matter. You still <laughs> fucking drive one. You know what? But you can't win. What ironic is like these changes. Literally, like uh, for me, an office cleaning is ten minutes, but literally, it would take no time at all for someone to go out and just get their truck just cleaned Dude, up. You you're, know, you're talking like. In the worst case scenario, you're talking an hour of work to yeah. get it back up to good, and then you're talking Once another hour of like... Once a week, an no, hour. No, 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 no. Once a week, you're talking 10 fucking minutes. You're literally talking one minute yeah. after every service call to get it back to perfect. I mean, you say that, but like... Well, I mean... I like my shit to be perfect. When they're, when they're parked I mean, in the I, I, mean I want that motherfucker <laughs> to be... Sp- Spotless. I'm 100%. Like, I literally, like, I have a post-flight checklist after every service call I ran. Mm. And part of that post-flight checklist was to put all material away and write a material list of everything I used. Mm-hmm. And to organize my trash accordingly. Your right? fucking employees should be doing the same list. 100%. And if they aren't, that's on you, dude. Yeah. Yeah, that's the job. You that's have the to leader's job you to have hold to them accountable. implement that. And yeah. there's, there's, uh, there's time. I mean, it's... I mean, especially now, there's like one service call a day for some of those, you know. For no, gosh, yeah. no. But but yeah. even even if there's no time, even if the guys are running four and five service calls a day, yeah. there's still time yeah. because it's one minute after every call. And, yeah. and here's the problem. If you're, if you're lazy. It's five minutes, but okay. It's not even five minutes. It's five minutes. If it's after every service call, it's one minute. It's mm. five minutes. And, and so here's the, here's, the, here's the process. It's five minutes. You get done with your service call. Your tools are already organized because you keep them in a well-organized bag, right? Mm-hmm. So you go back to your truck and you put away all the extra material, which shouldn't take too long. That's one minute. Because if it was really organized, it doesn't even take a minute to put minute. away the extra material. It, it's one minute. And then you very quickly in your truck write down the five or six or ten pieces of material you used. That's one minute. That's two minutes. Okay. Call it two minutes. Okay. Okay. That's two minutes. <laughs> so we're 10 minutes a day. And so small habits that you do, you get 1% better right. every day. But here's the problem. Guys will not do it and then not do it and then not do it and not do it. Yeah, and then so takes another four service calls in, right? Mm-hmm. And then they're like, fuck it, I'll do it tomorrow. I always, well, did, I always that's did like mine. The, that's like the adult version of I'll get gas in the morning, oh. and that's the dumbest decision you can ever make. <laughs> yeah, it is, because you're tired and you slept in. Because you're oversleep, in. and yeah. then now you're yeah. 10 minutes late for work, I always and then you're did, gas. I always did mine at the end of the day. Like I, mm-hmm. So what I would do is I would just move on and move on and move on and move on, and then at the end of the day, that truck, I mean, I would just, I would organize everything. I'd know what, what I needed. Right. But, but literally at the beginning of every day, that truck's ready, ready to go, to go yeah. right? Right, like it's okay. So let's go. Here's we, the let's, problem: we're ready. Is guys go through this for a week and not do shit, right? Yeah, it's because they're fucking lazy, man. Their memory is it took me an hour to get my truck back in order, and so then their memory becomes every time I try to get my truck back in order, it takes me an hour. And if I run four service calls a day and the boss wants me to get my truck back in order after every service call, that's an extra four hours of my day. But what they're forgetting Mm -hmm. is it took you an hour after running 20 service calls to get it back in order, not one. If you Uh if you do it after every service call, 
it is literally 60 seconds of work. And if it takes you more than 60 seconds, it's because you are doing more than that one mm-hmm. service call's worth of reordering your truck. And so I mean, say if you wanted to yeah. like not do a, a crazy amount of work, say it's like you take two months and you start the one minute thing. I mean, in two months time, you'll, you know, you no. can do it two ways. You no. could just do it all in one day That's, or you could do it. I'll be 100% honest with you. That's pussyfooting it. Mm-hmm. You, you don't take two, <laughs> minute, two months to get your truck back in order. Mm-hmm. If, if, it, if you're at the level where it takes you two months of one minute a day to get your truck back in order, mm-hmm. where you're at right there is you give up your fucking Saturday or your Sunday or your evening. Yeah. And you get your truck back in order on your own time. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then... That's you've, yeah, yeah, you've dicked around for and so long. And then you, you one minute after every service call to get your truck back in order. It's yeah. literally that simple. I think that's where guys, they, they fail to see. Like, they'll do that in the moment, emotional. I gotta get my life together. They'll do it. But yeah. then there has to be that thing yeah. that goes like... So that's why I kind of agree and disagree about like the two minutes thing over one. I think they're both fine. I just think as long as they need to have that like, okay, the reason why is because I want to spend daily time. Yeah. Well, it's it's no different than obesity, right? Yeah. Guys will spend years getting fat mm-hmm. and yeah. then they try to get skinny overnight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so they go run 10 miles and they kill themselves and they starve themselves and then they and put like, themselves oh, in a bad position. 10 pounds. Well, no shit. And then you it, want to turn it's not instantaneous. Daily habits, daily disciplines. It took mm. you years to get fat. It'll take you mm. years to get skinny. If it took you years to get a shitty fucking truck, mm. spend the time over the weekend, and it's going to take you years to learn the disciplines to keep it looking good. Where, and then where it gets worse is it starts to spill over. Then it becomes like, oh, well, I didn't have gas, and then I showed up at Ferguson, and I didn't have the part, and I'm late yeah. because of them, and now I have to come back again, and then it's like... Yeah, and, then oh, they, yeah. and then they blame everyone else. Here, here's the, the ultimate sign of lack of accountability. I let my truck stock get to below minimum standards. I let my truck, got, truck stock get to absolute deplorable conditions, mm. and then I needed a part, and so I go to Ferguson, or I go to the supply house, and they don't have, and it. They don't have it. So now I blame the supply house. Mm. Yeah. When Meanwhile, I didn't blame myself for not keeping it on my truck for six fucking months mm-hmm. or, or or i burned through four before i said something right that's the worst right I burned through fucking five personal mm-hmm. accountability is the key to any and level now of they success don't, they don't have one well after you used the first one did you order one right dude i've been like putting what ferguson, the fuck are you what i've been putting ferguson under fucking fire lately and dude. i've been getting so much attention lately so we've been doing the sump pump program do you do you We're, want to talk about ferguson they fucked my eyeballs out like two different times in they the last fucked three my weeks. eyeballs out a couple of times lately God, they and they're trying suck. to get back in my good graces they suck so i hate them they're they're almost too i've hated them for 10 years they're definitely big enough to fuck my fuck day up right ferguson so uh, For all you out there listening, we're, Ferguson's we're this, a joke. We're doing this sump pump program where we're putting in, right now, we're putting in an average of five sump pumps every two weeks, okay? Um, and these are a floor break. We got to jackhammer the floor, dig the pit, put in the oh, sump yeah, pump. Oh, yeah, we all feel bad for you. Boo fucking who. I ain't, it's I ain't four inches fucking bad. thick. What I'm saying after is... Every two weeks, I need five sump pump pits, five sump pumps, five MIPs, five check valves. Are they not delivering them to your shop? You would think it's that fucking easy. It should be. You would think I should be able to order five pits, five pumps, five check valves, to, five everything. Do you want me to take over? Dude, I'll call Rodell, and that shit will be at your fucking shop. Uh, Rodell just made a delivery yesterday. You know the only motherfucker at Ferguson that's worth a shit? You know what his name is? Rodell. Rodell. So... 
He's the only motherfucker that's got a brain. Here's here's the wild thing about all this. Coolest black guy I've ever met in my life, by the way. You know what's fucked up? He's from Detroit. Detroit beat the Chiefs the first game. Yeah. Like, he's always wearing his Detroit hat. Oh, yeah, when yeah, I yeah. see him, I was like, hey, nice hat, bro. He's yeah. like, yeah, fuck you guys. So <laughs> I love him, man. Here's he's, the funny thing. He's, I, he's, he's fucking awesome. I call my account him, rep, yeah. and I tell him, him I need an order of all five of these things. Four deliveries later yeah. to my shop. Yep. They finally get all five it's bullshit. units delivered, right? It's bullshit. And meanwhile, they have very specific delivery instructions. The delivery instructions are go to this address, go to this shop, punch in this garage code, put it in my shop. Every fucking time. Yeah. They call me. I don't know how to find it. What's your garage code? You're not here. Yeah. Nobody answered the yeah. door. I'm like, read your fucking instructions, right? It's because so, they're not on the instructions. No, they're there. It's just the instructions are inside the saran-wrapped pallet back yeah, in the truck. it's bullshit. Yeah. It's bullshit. That stuff should be on their paper invoices. Yeah. It should be. This is how you know you're losing context with your customer base, right? You know the best way around it at Ferguson is you go to Rodell. You say, Rodell, hey, man. They, no, this is how you do it. You go to Rodell. I know there's a sequence of operations and they should have their shit together. Fuck that. You go to Rodell and say, Rodell, here's my cell phone. This is my garage code number. When you deliver to my shop, this is how it works. And he's like, dude, I got you. No, it's it goes beyond that. They're it's, on, they're right now, they're on their last strike with me and they know this. No, they don't. The they next, don't care. And if you go somewhere else, their business is not going to go anywhere. No, you're right. But ultimately, it's my job to do what it takes for us to be successful. That's and why so, you have to jump through. That's why you have to go to the other guys and be like, yeah. hey, dude, bro. Hey, they know they're on their last strike. This and if is what they we're fuck doing up here. one more delivery, this I'm going, on. there's, there's no shortage of plumbing suppliers in the area, right? <laughs> yes, there is. So, they suck. The other ones suck even worse than they do. Well, they suck. I'll fucking Amazon the shit if I have to. PlumbingSupplyHouse.com. Yeah, exactly. PlumbingSupplyHouse.com. So I can Amazon I would, the shit and you, get better accuracy if, if than I going were, through the local provider. If I were you, I'd, as sad as that is, I'd take that second warehouse and I'd PlumbingSupplyHouse.com. All that I'm shit. I'm not above it. Twenty five at a time. Yeah, that's what that's I'm what fucking I. First it. off, it'd save you money. They'd they'd have a shipment. You'd have to wait there one day a month. Have one of your guys wait there and then fucking unload they can it all. They set the shit outside the garage door for all I care. You say that till I roll up and steal all your sump pumps. Well, no, because you get, you get <laughs> an email the moment Craigslist. it's delivered. Yeah. So I, the moment it's delivered, yeah, I can, drive to the shop and go get it. Yeah. But, Dude, plumbing. And people wonder why plumbing supply house. Like they're like, how are the all these companies taking over? Yeah. Because none of the supply. So like when you and I started out. Like there was Warren Supply and Ferguson, like all these, and they would bend over backwards. Like yeah. you would go in there and they'd have, it, it. it's amazing. It was a supply house and they'd have supplies. They'd actually have it. Yeah. Right. Now you go in there and like, well, we don't have that. Well, what the fuck are you doing here? Why do you have 18 Dude, fucking employees the, and the, no parts? The last. What the the last meeting I had with Ferguson. It's unbelievably stupid, dude. I, so my account rep. I just, I laid it all on the line. And I don't care. And I hate plumbing. It's fucking dumb. But it's like, dude, what are you guys doing in here? I, I told my account rep, I said, it is absolute 100% bullshit that I stock more sump pumps in my company than you stock in your supply house. It's ridiculous. And it's your job to supply sump pumps. Yeah, it's, it's insanity. Like, I can't walk into your store and buy five sump pumps. You know where you can buy you five at? Five. You know where you can buy five at? Home fucking Depot. Fucking Home Depot. Yeah. They I told her that flat out. I'm like, I, I got yeah. a better chance of filling this order at Home Depot than I do at Ferguson. Right? Yeah, it's bullshit. And so I said, I'm, 
I, I don't want to be, I'm not being rude. I'm not trying to like leverage you into anything. This isn't an ultimatum. This is just black and white. I have a business to run and I can't have seven fucking meetings about ordering the exact same order every other week. It's ridiculous. It doesn't change. Five yeah. sump pumps, five sump pits, five check valves, five MIPs. You know where you fifteen could, inch and a half PVC nineties. You know who actually does a pretty good job is that Odessa Win Nelson. Amazon.com. I'm just saying, <laughs> Odessa and, Win Nelson. Yeah, like if you call, I'll so, go there so if, if I need you, to. Well, you don't have to. You can call them and say, "Hey, I want to put this order oh, in." Oh yeah, I'm not physically going there. I'm saying I'll do move you know my business to there. Do you know who still works there? Do you remember Steve from? Um, no shit. Still works at Odessa Win Nelson motherfucker yep well, i might call him next you should 100 honest you should so if you could, did you ever hear I, the story about steve's kid when he was in high school no so he his kid high school kid right high school kids are dumb they always do dumb shit yeah same right? as you They're now got it yeah yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. so they he and his buddies started throwing rocks at each other just oh, as fun well he threw a rock at one of his buddies and they're like across the parking lot in the school parking yeah, lot i've done that i think i threw some rocks at you yeah he threw a <laughs> rock at his buddy Busted his buddy's eye out, blind in one eye. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Parents sued Steve. Like, it was a whole fucking No, problem. I don't remember yeah. that. Yeah, he was like, who would have thought? Like, raising kids will lead to this. Like, it's just oh kids being God. kids. And the one in a million chance the rock hits his friends. Like, and they were friends. Yeah. Immediately turned enemies. Parents go against each other, yeah. suing each other, all that kind of shit. Wow. Yeah, it's fucking wild. Yowza. So, yeah, I'll call up Steve tomorrow and be like, hey, I got an order coming up. Odessa Win Nelson. Yeah. yeah. Odessa Win Nelson. The sign shop that I get all of our vinyl graphics through is right down the street from yeah, them. Yeah, so they're actually them like if you like they I don't might drive out there tomorrow. They don't. Um, they don't. St- I shouldn't they say they won't stock it, but if I give them three or four days heads up, they can get if it. If you, they stock more than you think for as small as they are. But when you order something, and he says, "Hey, it'll be here in two days," it's there. Right, like it, they get he, they get the orders. That's my problem with Ferguson. Is I told them they have too many red tape. They have eighty seven different levels of salesmen, and for them to get the shit to all to one location, it's a nightmare. Two months ago, they're too big to handle their logistics. That's their fucking problem. Yeah, two months ago, I and I don't even care about plumbing, but they fucking drive me insane. Two months ago, I made our initial order with Ferguson, and I told him flat out. I need, I'm, I'm buying these in sets of five. I don't know if we're going to do five a week or five every other week. It just kind of depends, but I'm buying these in sets of five. All right, so you've newly started your company and you're trying to pinch pennies. However, you don't realize the biggest thing that's hurting you right now is not gathering all of your information into one spot and making it super efficient for you to use. So the answer is Field Pulse. It gets you off of paper tickets. It gets you off of all of that crazy office work at the end of the day and reconciling all that stuff. And it lets you organize everything with ease. It puts it all into the computer. It actually puts it all into the cloud. So it's not even putting it on your computer. And it lets you organize your customers. It lets you organize all of your service calls. Heck, it'll even route you to your service call. And the best part is, even after all of that, you'll probably realize about a 100% growth in your business just in the first year of using Field Pulse. So if you'd like to check out Field Pulse and see what great looks like, click on the link in the description of this show. This is going to be the same order every time. I want five pumps, five check valves, five MIPs, five pits. Yeah. You know, uh, what is it? 1590s. Three for every pump times five. Yeah, 1590. Or no, no. Sorry. 
probably five for every pump. Uh, 30 90s. Yeah. So six 90s per pump install. Uh, three sticks of pipe for every pipe install. Um, yeah. Three two-hole straps. Like, I had this set list, right? Yeah. I said, this I'm going to order. This is my average. I'm going to be Every time these. I make this order, it will be this exact same order every time. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and it's never gonna be, once. And it's going to be called the Johnson County whatever project, whatever. Never once have I modified the quantities. Every single time they've sent me different shit. <laughs> every fucking time they've well, sent me different shit. That's your salesperson. No. She's an idiot. It's internal He's Ferguson. an idiot, whoever. And, and I t- this last meeting I had with her, I'm like, I'm done. I shouldn't have to have one hour meetings with you every time a delivery goes bullshit. Like, your piss poor deliveries are costing me an hour of meeting time with you. Yeah. Like this you is, can't get your shit together. I said, here's what the, the problem fuck are you with, doing, man? Here's the problem with Ferguson. I can walk into your location and I can tell them I want half inch white pecs and you're going to give me half inch white pecs. If I email in an order and say I want half inch white pecs, you have 70 different types of pecs. So what fucking pecs are you going to deliver me? Yeah. Right? You're yeah. idiots in the <laughs> warehouse that have been there for two weeks, yeah. don't know what pecs even is, are going to deliver me different shit every time. Yeah. The last time I made an order, I got pressure pipe 90s instead of actual like DWV 90s. I like the pressure pipe 90s. I can work with them, but it just shows their inconsistency. You don't use pressure pipe 90s on a sump pump? Nope. DWV. I use pressure pipe. So um, I don't put it a lot in, but I use pressure pipe nineties. Yeah, I mean, it's not really. Well, I mean, I'm a better plumber. They probably than have you, like those okay. kind of like kind of BS things where it's like they own ProFlow, so it's like their well, system and, is biased towards that. Probably. Yeah, and, and so yeah, Ferguson owns ProFlow. The program specs Zoller pumps, and I ironically, love every pumps. time I need to order pumps, we're out of Zollers. Yeah, oh, you know that's why? funny. Because they're fucking good pumps and your ProFlow pro pumps Actu- suck. So actually, there's they several suck. YouTube videos where they put ProFlows against Zollers. Fuck ProFlow pumps. They literally pump them against each other. They that pipe, t- they pipe the discharges against each other. That's not a, that's not a good... It's like a tractor pull. Well, it's who's more powerful is what it is. No, more powerful doesn't mean last longer. But the ProFlow has a longer warranty. And Who I'm cares? not standing up for ProFlow. I'm Who just cares? saying on paper, it's better. What kind of Whether, what reality, kind of Zollers do you need? I know someone that has like twenty five Zoller M fifty threes. Maybe I just actually come up with five or ten. Maybe so. Maybe you give me some cash. Ultimately, <laughs> I I told him I told him this last tomorrow. time. I'm like, look, I'm done having meetings. I'm done dealing with this. It Either give me my be, shit or not. It it's should not, not hard. be this difficult to order the same fucking order every two what weeks. What do we talk about? What, what's the show about? Accountability. Accountability. You, you tell right. me that they don't have enough accountability to mm. get you one fucking order that's right. the same over and over again. So this that's last a breakdown order, in your process. This last order, yeah. they're supposed to have it delivered by Friday, and this Friday, their or last Friday, their today's uh, Tuesday. If right. you don't know, right? So they were supposed to have it delivered by this last Friday. Oh no! Go. And their transfer truck from their distribution oh, center never, never showed up. Yeah. And so I'm like, well, we can swing by and grab enough shit for our job on the way. And then I need everything else delivered to my shop. So they fulfilled that. Right. So they're literally on their last straw. That's good. But, but it's still not good. It's still not. It's it's, good, but it's not good. Yeah. 
You can exactly. Like, it's good, but you it's can not sign good. up for a life insurance policy quicker than you can, like some of those meetings that you have with some Dude, it's it's fucking atrocious. And then they're like, well, let's have a meeting with me and you and the local branch manager. And I'm See, like, no. no, I don't have to have a fucking meeting with Amazon to order $2,000 and shit from them. Yeah. I order yeah. it and it shows up. Like and on, if it's yeah. wrong, I send it back. Like on your apps. I, I want it's pizza. Just, I open Little Caesars. I hit cheese pizza. I get it to me. God, I don't say pizza. I'm yeah. Yeah. I don't have to have a meeting with the branch manager of Little Caesars <laughs> to get the right pizza. Yeah. It just fucking shows up. Yeah. So it's, stop with your fucking meetings and just give me my shit. That's all it is. It's they suck. Yeah. I've said they've sucked for 10 I'm gonna years. I'm going to end up with Odessa and Nelson this week. I might you even should. go out there tomorrow. Go out there. On this Talk podcast. to Steve. <laughs> yeah. Talk to Steve. We'll see. He's still there. I know. I'll have to check him out. Do you remember Warren Supply? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who was the other guy that worked with him? Was it Chris? Yeah. Who's a darker skinned, black haired guy. I don't know if he was quite yeah. Mexican, smoke maybe Filipino. Cig- smoke cigars all the time. Yep. Works at... Um, uh, I know the place. I can't think of the name. I'm picturing the building. It's on uh, Blue Ridge Boulevard. Down uh, by the plaza. It is... Uh, they had a branch on 40 Neenan? Highway. Neenan. Neenan. He yep. works at Neenan. Yep. He's still there too. He's still there too. He's yep. at Neenan. Yep. So if you're going to hit up Neenan... Ironically, just yesterday we got Brian. an account on Neenan. His name's Brian. 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 Yep. Ironically, Brian. just yesterday, I can't we believe I fucking needed. remembered that. So, wow! Do you know how many files I had to go through to get to that? That, that was that was eighteen years Damn. ago. Damn. Yeah, Brian. Yeah, so, he's still there. Ultimately, as your job as a business owner is to push Fuck, your I'm people good. where they need to be. Sorry, pull your people out of a down <laughs> out of a down place, and then hold them accountable to the standard that you set as the business owner. And if your people are performing poorly. It's because either you're not holding them accountable or your standards suck ass. So fix your standards and then start holding them accountable. Well said. Those are the only two reasons well your people are performing said. poorly. Your, your people will perform to the level that you uh, hold them accountable to. So Yeah, and one last thing just real quick. If you don't hold yourself to that level... It, yeah, they're not going to do it. All, you can either. never hold okay. somebody accountable to you a have level to be higher at than that you level. hold yourself accountable. You have to be at the level that you're setting. Right. Okay. Uh, Just when don't I fuck was around. in the field, nobody had a cleaner truck than me. And and the guys will take these cheap bullshit answers. Well, it's because you never did work. Bull fucking shit. I never did work. Yeah. Like I ran the whole fucking company. I was the only plumber in the group. And. Did all the sales, did and all the everything. And my truck was clean, bitch. And my truck was fucking, my truck was clean enough that I took photos of it and shared it on Facebook. And then like, got you motherfuckers were here working because dude, of those photos. I can. What now? I can literally, <laughs> I can literally refer back to a photo that was like, this is after a full underground pipe demo. And if our truck is this clean after demoing underground pipe, just imagine what we're going to take care of your house like. Just imagine what your house is going to look like after we've been in it. That photo is literally Boom. on my company Facebook page. Mike job. So <laughs> yeah, that one excuse I remember you getting one time where he's like, "Oh, I, he's not. Well, doesn't work for us anymore." I can, so I can say it. But I worked late last night. Or no, he'll say like, "I was on a big job yesterday." He's like, "Oh yeah, I'm on a dig job. Like you've been on a job for the last three months." Yeah, that's the classic <laughs> hoarder. Oh, I sorry, I didn't have a chance to clean yesterday. Yeah. Oh yeah, Damn, four many, thousand cat turds showed up in your living room yesterday. How many bags of Cheetos did you eat? Seventy five. Okay, in yeah. one day. Yeah. Mm. Right. Uh huh. That's stuffed the, in the door everyone pocket. Everyone sees right through did that you bullshit. See, You're not convincing anybody with those excuses. Did, did you see that uh, Shelby put in the group 
I, this has been a few days ago. Like, what's the number one thing that pisses you off? It, I don't even think it was in the group. Oh, no, it was it, on her personal page. Yeah, and yep. Dan Bianchi was like, when people stuff trash in my door panels. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. Yep. That's you, man. That, that, I hate you. that. I fucking hate that. Yep. And then I look over, and I've done it. And there's yep. like, like, oh, Dude, shit. <laughs> that's, that's one of my OCD things. So I use the door panel as my trash thing. Mm-hmm. And then clean it out. I clean it out. The mo- Like, there is not Every trash day. that sits in my truck More after I've day. driven it. Yeah. I'll put it in there, yeah. and then I grab it out whenever I go. Yeah. I'll be at the gas station, and I clean yeah. out my door Did, panel. Dan put that on there, and out. I was like, oh, shit. I'll be, I'll be running service calls, and I'll put trash in my door panel, and then I take it out of my door panel, and I put it in the trash receptacle in the back of my truck. Ah. It is my OCD thing to never walk away from my truck with trash in my door panel. He was was like, no, seriously. It's the place where it goes until I park my truck. I love it. It's those like small (laughs) habits where you just, it's the process. Okay. I park here before, you know, yeah, we have like our big trash can at our, our house is close to the garage. I park in the garage. And so it's like, that's just my next system. I want to implement it. I usually, I do it like when I'm getting gas, that's whenever the, the windows get clean and the trash goes, but I'm on to work it to where like every time I, I pull in the garage. Yeah, that's me. Every time I pull in the garage, I grab the trash out of my door panel and I throw it away. It's that like signal is what he talks about atomic habits. Yeah. I'm sure it's everywhere, but like there's like a signal like... We're going to shape this fucking Austin into shape if it kills us all. I'll tell you, I got to give Austin props. He's going to fucking kill us all. His car has has been very, very clean for what, about six weeks now? Yeah, I was actually kind of upset because it was rainy today and I'm like, man, I really like actually going out and washing my car. Oh, he's washing it? He's been keeping a spotless? So here, I love that you said that. I washed my truck yes. So yesterday, nice we, job, we talked bro. about this on nice. a recent podcast episode where where you're insane and wash your truck every Sunday. I wash Sunday. my truck yeah. when it's going to be in view of somebody else and they can judge my business based off the cleanliness of nah, my truck. That's not what we were talking about. We were just talking about you wash your truck every Sunday, whether it needs to be washed. Or exactly not. right. Mm-hmm. Well, then there that's was a crazy. Thursday night Chiefs game yeah. where my truck parks on the front row of Chiefs Stadium, yeah. and so I wash my truck before the game. Right? Yeah. Didn't need it. I do it because that's the standard. Crazy. That's Got the it. habit. Yeah. Uh huh. Understood. Crazy. Got it. Yes. Yesterday, I'm, <laughs> I'm dropping my truck off at the dealer for service today. Yesterday, I run it through the car wash knowing full well it's going to rain today. Mm-hmm. But the standard is mm-hmm. I clean my truck before anybody else is going to see it. There's, I don't know how many guys are going to see my truck at the dealer today when they're out there today and tomorrow while it's at the dealership yeah, and they're doing it. All it. Up. Mm-hmm. But they are making a judgment about my company based off of the cleanliness of the inside and the outside of my vehicle. And so I clean my truck mm-hmm. knowing that those mechanics and those service riders and whoever else is in that truck is judging my company based off the cleanliness of that truck. They're not judging your truck. They're looking at it going, man, how do we fix this EV piece of shit? They're like, yeah, oh, exactly fuck, what, what are we doing? And, and they're, they're getting yeah. paid as well. They're no, doing. they're plugging that motherfucker in and they're looking at the screen like, oh, fuck, yeah. what do we do? Well, I just hope they have it fixed by tomorrow night because they're supposed to. So uh, Yeah, re- we'll see. Four recalls and one service customer we'll customer service request. So. Fucking see. Yeah. Another habit I'm trying to build, it's not like a cleanliness thing, but it's I had this awakening moment in college where I sat down at a table and I just started the conversation with, the, with you know, a group of people about... I did this and I did that. Not a boastful thing. And this is my life. And then after a while, my friend looked at me. He said, dude, someone's mom could have died, but you were only caring about what was happening in your life. And I was like, well, so, so then I, so then like what I do now is like a habit of forming is I'm making for sure 
I ask someone else how they're doing in the conversation and don't make it about like, oh, well, this is happening, that's happening. Like, you know, let me, actually converse. Let me provide some perspective to that. Um, and, and Dave will appreciate this because and oh, so I we'll have, see. I have not. <laughs> my mother is still alive. Dave, Dave's mother has passed. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People die all the time. Mm-hmm. And I don't oh, want yeah. I don't want to minimize death. Right. It is personal. It is traumatic. It is something that we all have to get over. Mm-hmm. However, it is my job to be sensitive to Dave mm-hmm. as his mother passes. But I can't live my life around Dave's mother passing, mm-hmm. right? No, you can't. You can't be like, oh, from now on, I can never say. Uh, and I'm going to use this as an example. Layla will be like, so her and her friends joke now all the time is your mom. Your mom jokes exactly, yeah. exactly. And like it. It doesn't. And as a as a actual human being, you cannot live your life just like you're saying, right? As if your mom just died and you can't live in that perpetual state of grief. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's not, that's not, first off, it's not healthy. Right. It's selfish. And that's just not what life's about. Right. Like if my, to be honest, this is so weird that you brought that up. I was literally sitting on the couch yesterday watching Newsmax thinking, thank God my mom's gone. Yeah. Like with the Israel thing, like she loves Israel, always wanted to go to Israel, all this stuff. Like her Thank whole, God she's not having to see whole, this. Yeah, whole, her whole greatest fear was that she would see the end of the world. And I, I, I'm literally sitting there and I'm like, thank, my, thank God my mom's dead. Right, right. Like, mm-hmm. and, so, like you cannot live your life mm-hmm. in accordance with everyone else's sorrow yeah. or everyone mm-hmm. else's pain or everyone else's trigger. That's just not how it goes. And if someone is like, well, you shouldn't say that. My mom died two years ago. Fucking get over it, dude. Mm. So fucking today, move on with your life. Yes, it's awful. Yes, it's sad. It sucks. I think about my mom, and I'm like, man, I'm fucking sad. But it, you stop, right? Okay, nobody I, makes it out alive. No, you can't. We're all on the clock. Mm. Yeah, we're all gonna fucking die. Get over it, right? Today, don't make other people feel bad because of mm. your situation. Well, he was it's fucking me- bullshit. He was a meeting that, and as of like, I should. No, I know that, but I'm just, I'm just talking about. Yeah, what it's just Mitch one of those saying. things about just kind of like being aware. And I've noticed like it's helping me make more contacts and friends, and it's like helping like more and more people. They're like, hey, like you know, can you come out? Do you take pictures, or whatever? But it's just like it right. helps me get more friends. Today, I'm I'm running estimates for. Uh, the Joko Sump Pump program. And this, so for those that don't know, this program, the county is literally paying us to go install sump pumps in people's homes. The customer pays nothing and they get a sump pump installed in their home. Okay. And we're yeah. talking floor break sump pump, not like replace your existing pump. Install first time sump pump install. Yeah. Okay. And it sucks. Um, I've done. I've done a ton. I mean, it the, the work is what it is. It's pretty straightforward once you've done a Although couple. Although over of them. there, usually the floor is pretty thin. Four it's, inches of concrete. Yeah. It's, if, it's, if they're lucky, they got four inches of concrete. Yeah. Some of the, some of these are sixteen inches thick. It just kind of depends. What? Yeah. Seriously. The last one I did over there, literally for my brother-in-law, the concrete was two inches thick. I busted it with an Eastwing twenty-eight yeah. ounce hammer. Yeah. No. Some it of these. Some of these are pretty off. thick. I was just like. But so I met this lady today. The the program warned me about this lady. They said this lady started crying when they were there doing the consult, trying to explain what needed to happen. Why was she crying? This lady is a chronic victim. Then don't do the work. Right. Well, I talked ourselves out of it today. So 
they hey, guys, like, get somebody else. They, I ain't doing it. No, they know that we are better at customer service than any of the plumbers in the program. And so anytime they sense a customer needs a little extra handling, they point that customer to us. Okay. And so they give me a warning. This lady's got crazy anxiety. She's going to start sobbing when you're there. It makes her emotional to think you have to jackhammer her floor. She's a psychopath. She is definitely suffering from some ailments for sure. Okay. Ailments. So, As in she needs to be in a loony bin. Daniel got tried it. calling her to set up the service call. She never answered the call. She never returned the call. Never nothing. And the reason why. So we had to have the program reach back out to her and say, hey, the plumber tried to call you. Uh, the reason why is because she recognized that the number that Danielle was calling her from was not our business phone, and she doesn't answer numbers that she doesn't know. Not to mention, like, Danielle left her messages and text saying, messages this is saying, plumbing. this is what this is. Yeah. And because Danielle's number is not the business number, she put an all stop to the whole thing. So then we had to call from the business phone and get it all set up. So we go out there today. Oh, crazy, right? So we go out there today, and I'm telling her, like, you know, what we have to do is we have to jackhammer the floor. And she stops. She, like, literally cuts me off, and she's like, whoa, what? We have to jackhammer your floor and put in a sump basin right here. And, I mean, she literally, like, like it was the most exaggerated, exacerbated like falling to the floor. Oh, I'm going to pass out. This is so traumatic. You're going to do what to my house? Out of the left. Oh, my God. It was. I've been like, dude, guys, and, I, this and ain't then, happening. And she's such a victim that she's like, why are you doing this in winter? Well, for one, it's not winter. It's October, right? It was 73 degrees today, yeah. right? Yeah. And she's like, shouldn't so this nice. be a summer project? Well, we have to do them year round. It is what it is. Well, I just, d- d- isn't this going to damage my house being in winter? Fuck, it doesn't matter if it's winter or summer. Look, crazy bitch. No, yeah, she's just <laughs> literally looking for any excuse yeah. to make this more dramatic, right? Well, then, so ultimately, I, I get to call whether we're doing this job or not, and I know this lady's a loon bin, so I'm like, uh, we ain't doing this job here. So I tell her flat out, I'm like, we don't have to do the work. If you don't want to do it, it's perfectly fine for you to say no. Um, if See you think, ya. See If you think ya. it should be done in the summer, just give us a call back in the summer. Right. And I know she'll never call back. Yeah. But then as we're so we've already negated that we're OK, we're not doing the job. Yeah. Well, then we start just light conversations and it goes on and on. About oh, yeah. All of her. Oh, all past ailments, oh, all past man. things that have ever happened. She, she's I like, hate those people. They man. cut down a tree in my backyard three day or three years ago by accident. And she starts crying. It's a fucking tree. And yeah. for one, who cuts down trees by accident? And then and then this year, they cut down a tree in her front yard by accident. Oh, God. And I'm like, okay, I've never heard of anybody having their tree cut down by accident, and you've had this happen twice in two years? Yeah. Like, like some ain't right. Bitch, you crazy. Right. <laughs> bitch, you be crazy. <laughs> and, and it was just thing after thing yeah. after thing. And, and she's a hoarder. Oh, and so God. where this work needs to happen, she's going to have to move some space. And she starts crying about, you know, that's years of work to put that stuff there. And I'm like, we'll move it. The program pays us to move that shit. And, it'll t- and guess what? It'll take us 10 fucking minutes, yeah, you it'll crazy take us ass. T- and she's like, no, it's organized. Everything has its place. Like, I have to move it. I have to Did be involved. Did you say, I'll, I'll label all the boxes. I, I'll take a picture. I, we'll move it. 
And it then when we go back, I'll look at the f- picture. The program doesn't pay us enough to deal with a loon like no, that. No, I so I got the fuck out of there. Like, we'll just come I'd back I called the program ready. and been like, hey. Well, they were there. They were on site. Did you say, hey, guys? And so. Sorry, we're out. But, but ultimately, what I'm getting at is there are people out there that will look for every excuse to be a victim instead of every excuse to rise up and realize, hey, yeah. this is $4,000 in work being done to my house absolutely free of charge. I'll make some concessions to get it happening, right? Well, Meanwhile, she's uh, acting uh, like she's being victimized. Let's be for, honest. Like, I, I get it. The lady obviously needs to be in a home. Like, someone like that. Yeah. Like, yeah. oh, sorry. 100%. They need to seriously have some mental evaluation. Yeah. Like, they need to be in a home. Yeah. And like her and her kids should know that. Like if she has kids. I don't know. Probably not. She's probably know. still a virgin. Who knows? <laughs> not not my place to say all that shit. But like ultimately. No, it's mine. It's That's like, why we're on the podcast. It's hilarious. You, you own a home. <laughs> you're being offered four thousand dollars in work, absolutely free of charge, paid by your tax dollars, and you're finding reasons to be victimized by this work. Yeah. See like ya. adios. Peace. I got better places to be. I'm out. Right. I'm out. Meanwhile, so we've done like 40 of these projects and all but one of them has been incredibly grateful. So appreciative. Five star reviews. Like, love it. Right. Yeah. They're like, oh shit. Free fucking work. I got one guy that's like abusing us and trying to get extra shit out of it. Handled him accordingly. I just went to that guy's house and been like, ain't bad. Go to his house. Be like, hey dude, Stop being a douche. Yeah. Like, the, seriously, what the fuck, man? Right. The, the painting guy? Yeah, I had to paint it, repaint his floor. Oh, yeah, that guy, I yeah. forgot. Douchebag. Yeah, he is so. a douchebag. I slash his tires. But Don't do would. that, guys, if you're in business. Ultimately, <laughs> that's all we got for today on pushing your people, pulling Jesus. your people, or holding Two and them and a half hours. It's a long time. But we got it. So uh, by this time, you've realized that this has gone through two episodes. So um, yeah, they know because you came in and said like later, hey yeah. guys, this is long. This We're going to go to two. Right. So it's just a beat. Sorry, I don't mean so, funny. I'm just fucking around. <laughs> until next week, guys. We will see you later. At the time this is airing, this is the week of Halloween. So hopefully your kids had some good Halloween. So until next time, see you Love later, you guys.